If your product doesn't have any sales, there are two things that you should be looking at to perhaps increase those sales. One is your product. The other is your marketing. Typically, when someone creates a product, they decide it's going to sell on its own, or it's going to be an amazing product that people want. And that assumption is dangerous because there are many different products in the world. And it's not just as simple as starting a website and throwing your product up there. There's a little more involved. So first I'm going to talk about the product and then I'll get into marketing as to why your product has no sales. First off, product. Product development, I would say, is one of the most important pieces for sales. And that, that mindset doesn't really resonate with a lot of entrepreneurs, but let's break this down. You have a product that you've made and you think it's amazing. But you really only spent like five minutes truly developing it, you know, really putting the effort into it. Um, let's use a t-shirt as an example. You throw the design up and you just, you know, you're done with it. You didn't really think about the materials. You didn't think about manufacturing or how, how it will get drop shipped or what drop shipper to use or um, how the design is laid out, how it's printed. Maybe you didn't center it or maybe you didn't lay it out the right way and you really just kind of threw it up there in the hopes that you could just start getting sales tomorrow. And while this can work for maybe trendy designs or whatnot, or something that's in right now, then you don't have to put as much effort in. The, the, long, the long game of this is you didn't put enough time into it to really make it a standout product. Now, there are a number of industries that don't really have product development down to the extent that we would think. An automobile company actually could innovate significantly if you were to compare a Tesla to pretty much any other car out there. Tesla's an example of top-notch product placement or product development as we know it right now.
No one else has really raised the bar like they have. That's an example of a company that has put a lot of time into product development. And hence, their sales figures are outstanding. Their stock numbers are outstanding. And it came down to a significant focus on product development. Now, this is a little bit of a controversial thought, but the companies that have the most salespeople and yet aren't doing very well, those companies probably are trying to push sales and they probably should spend more time in the product development area. More companies should have a product development department, okay? Where this department does the research, the development, the analysis of what is resonating, what is top-notch, how it compares to the competitors, how it is innovative, how it, how it, how it really raises the bar. And that department would be very effective because it would be a cheaper department than the sales department. Although you could argue if your sales team's on commission, you're really not paying them until they make a sale. But what I'm saying is the upfront investment of a top-notch product would actually give you more sales than a sales department it would give you more sales than a sales department ever would and to have tremendous amounts of sales without even having a sales team that's some incredible work to have like no account executives to not have to pay them instead you you pay a product development a product development team now you know i'm not talking about the big companies i'm talking about more of the smaller companies that are trying to get a foothold and they resort to kind of like the blatant sales tactics, but if they look at their product, they might find out that there's something lacking there. There's something to be improved on. Too often we say, product's awesome. We're ready to launch. And like that might be good for version 1.0, but you should go back and revisit and say, how can I make version 2.0, 3.0, 4.0 better? And you know, like the tech startups these days, they are getting into that, but uh, there, there is a tendency to rush to market and not go back and improve the product. And that's a huge opportunity missed. Now, there is a common trend that 
a lot of companies are, and people out there, they, they're intentionally releasing a product that's inferior. But those low value products, they exist for a reason because they, they are designed to capture that audience of, you know, like low income buyers. And in reality, product development was actually well thought out. And they decided we're going to design the cheapest product possible. And they might have nailed it. But that's sort of what you have to decide. Is that what you want? Product that's cheap for the market and the people? You see, product development comes down to product, market, and fit. It, does the market want your product? I'll also add in people to this. So product, market, fit, people. So does the market want the product? Is it the right fit for that market and yourself, right? And then the people, including you and your customers, stakeholders, is this all aligned? And if you're off base, well, maybe as long as everyone knows you're off base, then that can work in your favor. But if you're thinking you have the most outstanding product in the world and you're telling people this is a, worth so much money and you're saying it's such a luxury product, but you don't convey that feeling of luxury, then maybe you need to revisit what your product really means. Next, we kind of go into marketing and, and honestly, product and marketing kind of goes hand in hand. So marketing includes product, placement, promotion, people you know you have the four p's and people will release their product without promotion or without proper placement or without a proper pricing strategy then their product will have no sales marketing is about effectively telling a story you're telling a story because you want people to buy from you at the end of the day. If your product has no sales, your story hasn't been told. So you might have a top-notch product, an amazing product, but you threw it out there and you thought, I'm going to get some bites. I'm going to get some nibbles. An example would be like Amazon. You throw some books up on Amazon and you think, hey, I'm gonna get a bunch of sales. 
Now, Amazon's a fairly established platform and they have plenty of people throwing up books. It's a complete cesspool. And you need to stand out. You need to have your website set up, but that's not even enough. You need to have uh, proper promotions to get traffic to your website, to traffic to your Amazon page. And it's not so cut and dry. Therefore, you need to start looking at how you can tell the people. And creating a book is not enough anymore. No, there's so much more that's involved. And there are plenty of marketing strategies out there for you to follow. I'm not going to rehash how what strategy works for you. You can figure that out, but you need a strategy to let people know you exist. Some of the best books in the world are unknown. Think about that. Some of the best books in the world right now are sitting on a computer unpublished unread unknown and one of the reasons is well the author maybe decided I'm not going to treat this as a business and that can happen with a lot of creative types they will decide just going to create and not tell people about my book launch or whatever. And hey, I'm guilty of that too. Like, I'd rather just create and not do this marketing stuff. But you'll need to figure out what kind of marketing resonates with you or pay somebody to do the marketing for you. You see, Social media is like a happy medium for a lot of introverts. Say you're an introvert and you don't like telling people your story. Social media can kind of help you bridge that gap. Throw up some videos on YouTube, um, throw up some narrations here and there, go on Facebook, do a post or do a TikTok video and you can do anything. It doesn't even have to have your face on it. It could be text, but you need to figure out marketing that fits for you and literally go to the deep end with it. Just go hard with it. If you do that, inch by inch, you'll see people Pay attention. It won't happen overnight, although it could, because it could be that one video that you've created that takes off or it launches and, and it gets you 
gets you a bunch of views and gets people interested and um, your sales skyrocket. Possible. But also, the more you think about that, the more you could potentially be disappointed. Here's what I mean. You want more sales. So you keep creating videos in the hopes that they'll go viral. This is an example. And that they'll get you traffic to your book. But you, you're already like thinking about sales. And you're not really thinking about your personality or your message or your story or, or something that really resonates with people. You see, that, that will get people interested in what you are making, what products you have. But the minute you start saying, buy my product, you are chasing people away. And it might be that they'll never come back. They'll never come back, and you've lost them. They're tired. They don't want to hear from you ever again. You've been pushing the sales pitch over and over again. This is why, if you look at a used car dealership, many of the customers don't want to be there. They want to get out. In some dealerships, it can be really difficult for sales because the experience is, I don't want to be here, I want to leave the minute you get there. So the reason is because they're pushing sales as hard as they can. And that being said, some used car dealerships can make the experience very effective and not be pushy. And that car dealership will probably do better. Um, you know, they focus on educating the potential customer, or they they just they 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 get their email and then sort of send them a bunch of interesting knowledge and education on what to look for in buying your car, and they're just seeming really helpful. And in the end of the day, that that potential customer. Will, might tell their friends and then everyone the whole group of people might come back and say hey we want to buy a car from you you you've really helped us out along the way without even pushing sales you see that's why i bought um you know i've got like a honda civic the reason why i bought my honda civic was literally because the sales guy you can call him the sales guy but he educated me on on cars so my experience was very positive and i ended up buying that honda civic just for that reason it's funny how that kind of works out and he never really pushed me on sales he he was the kind of guy like you wanted to be his friend now, maybe you could say that that was proper sales technique, but honestly, that was 
effective marketing experience. He was marketing the product. He wasn't selling the product. He was telling me a story. And what resonated was he had several Honda Civics. And he was older than me, you know? And somebody you could like aspire to become and you kind of admired that person and then you thought you know I would buy a car because if I could be like that person um, that would be awesome so he really knew his stuff but he never said buy it and I ended up paying a premium for that car, but um, that is an example of effective product development and marketing. The Honda Civic is such a solid, reliable car. So you got proper product development. People know what they're getting into with the Honda Civic, reliability. It's like you kind of know. That's the first thing. You kind of think of same with like Toyota Corolla is just like reliability and they kind of own that word kind of like when Volvo was known for safety you just know what you're getting into and then the experience that potential customer how they feel placement placement of this teacher essentially the teacher being the salesperson and him becoming a teacher yeah, maybe perhaps more salespeople should learn how to teach you know because you would trust somebody with the knowledge to communicate with you but would you trust somebody who only wants to make the next sale and the next sale and the next sale? Look, the salespeople have a place they could help kind of nudge things along a bit and done properly, they have like a CRM, and they follow the steps, but they are heavily dependent on product development, heavily. If the product ain't good, they're not gonna make that sale. I mean, you could get some salespeople who really understand how to, how to sell crummy stuff, they just get it, but what you really want is someone who can teach, who can say, this is what you should do, this is what you should think about without ever mentioning sales 
What do you want in a car? What do you want in that laptop purchase? What are you looking for with features? Oh, well we have just the right product for you. We've developed just the right product. It's over here. And then delivering. You see the salesperson, their job should be, here it is. Um, and deliver, deliver it to them, basically. Like, here's the product, and I can tell you everything you want to know about it. If, if salespeople should exist at all, that's basically it. But every position has its place. Now, to have a company that's innovative is a company that's looked at products and developed them effectively, and then looked at a marketing strategy that's innovative and effective and delivers that without ever seeing, without ever seeming like a pushy sales situation. Those are the companies that really can grow. When's the last time you bought a product from a pushy salesperson and felt good about the experience? So good, in fact, that you would go back and buy another product and another product and another product. Those, those feelings are few and far between. I remember when I tried to buy a TV at a place and it was an all-commission sales store. And my experience was, I'm never coming back. Because one, you sold me the wrong product. You didn't know who I was. You didn't know what I really needed. You were just trying to sell me whatever you had in stock big mistake because I could have bought your speakers I could have bought your receiver I could have bought your other products but you scared me away and education is more accessible now than ever before. So you have to be smart with customers. You have to say, I'm going to educate them as much as I can. And then if the product is good enough, they'll come back, they'll, they'll buy, but I can't be pushy. And um, this effect will be effective. This effect of not pushing people by just letting them be, letting them feel things out, and you being this support factor, this, this guide, this teacher. Interesting stuff, right?
all things to think about. Well, in summary, if your product has no sales, product development, marketing. Product development kind of like means innovation, but like because you're improving the product, which means you're creating something new within that product, which is technically innovation. However, I wanted to be more specific because innovation could mean innovation in leadership style. It could be how you personally innovate, but I, I want to be more specific here. Um, in terms of the product, product development kind of sums it up a bit better. Because you can be innovative around products that people don't even want. Or, I don't, I don't you'd have to ask them if they, if this is something that's desirable, but like, where am I going with this? Uh, Innovation, product development, kind of goes hand in hand. It's just innovation kind of just touches on more overarching things. But but if you have no sales, if we drill into it, then product development and marketing are those two things you could really look at. I bet you could probably improve the situation. Invest some money uh, in those two areas. And then see what happens. See if your situation changes. Perhaps you'll get more sales. And if not, Maybe you have to develop the product further. Maybe you have to market it more effectively to the right people. Maybe you have to tell your story. Maybe that's what's missing. Okay. Hopefully that helps. Best of luck on your first sale. Or your next million sales. No matter what your journey, I wish you all the best. Bye.